Welcome to the Open House podcast site, available at openhousecommunity.com.au. Tonight we kick off a new Open House series with a topic and an issue very dear to our hearts here on Open House. Now I know I'm a bloke, but one of my great passions for this program is that Open House be a place that affirms, uplifts and encourages women. I don't think the Christian community has covered itself with glory in this regard always. We're very much on the same page as the man who we're now going to meet, kicking off this series of conversations about Fearless Daughters of the Bible. It's the title of a new book by Lee Grady. Really interesting, thought-provoking journey with a wide range of women in the Bible. Some really well-known, some obscure, but all of them full of wisdom and especially courage. We'll be telling the stories of a dozen of these women over the next few weeks. And tonight we meet Lee Grady, explore why he wrote the book and what we can all learn about the value God places on women. Lee joins us now from Orlando, Florida in the United States. Lee Grady, welcome to Open House. Hey, it's so great to be with you tonight and uh, I'm, I'm very happy to be connecting with the Australian audience. And I really look forward to our series of conversations, Lee. Let's start with your home life. The fact that you have four daughters has had a big influence on your life and faith. Totally. Um, I tell people I've been drowning in a sea of estrogen since 1985. (laughs) That's when my wife and I started having kids, and uh, we had four girls pretty close together, and now they are uh, mostly grown. Our house is pretty much an empty nest at this point, but we love our girls. So how have they influenced you as a bloke? How have they reshaped your thinking, Lee? Well, as you know, uh, as a father of girls yourself, I wasn't really prepared to know how to handle these girls, but I really believe that God put me in that environment so that he could show me how much he loves his daughters. And certainly as I uh, raised these girls, he showed me uh, his love for them and opened up the scriptures to me so that I would know how to encourage them. You're the founder of a global ministry called the Mordecai Project, which combats prejudice and abuse of women around the world. What exactly does it do and why your involvement, Lee? Well, when I began to deal with this issue of uh, empowering women in the church, I began to go overseas and particularly to a lot of third world countries. And uh, that's where I realized how much oppression, how much abuse, how much violence is going on uh, in the lives of women in so many parts of the world. And so now the Mordecai Project is trying to address those needs. We are establishing a network of compassion projects to touch girls who've been abandoned, to help abused women. And our, our goals are to do that in Latin America, in many parts of Africa, and in some places in Asia. What's the kind of abuse that they are suffering, and why does that happen? Well, abuse of women is, I believe, it's part of sin nature. It's something that we see everywhere you look in the world. But in particularly in developing countries, there's so much uh, domestic violence. There's a lot of mistreatment of girls and abandonment of girls. There's denial of girls' education in many of these countries. And uh, this, is, this is pretty much... Uh, 
life in many parts of the world. And so I believe the gospel, the message of Christ, is the answer to solve this. And so we're teaching women how to discover their value, their worth in Christ, and then we're helping the church to reach out with compassion to solve these problems and to give women the hope that they need that I believe only comes through the gospel. How do you think the Christian community has broadly viewed, related to, and treated women? You know, the gospel offers hope and healing to everyone, male and female. But because of culture, a lot of times, even the church has been very much paralyzed in helping women because we have an innate prejudice a lot of times because we've inherited it from our culture. And so a lot of times the church is blind to this problem. And in fact, sometimes we marginalize women even in the church. And so I don't believe that we can really offer healing to them unless we are dealing with this problem inside of the church itself. So why write a book about these 22 women of the Bible that you have, Lee? Well, because I have a passion to see women uh, rise up in boldness and courage and be the women of God that he has called them to be. And a lot of times in the past, uh, women have been told to just sort of sit there, be quiet, don't say anything, don't rock the boat. And as a result, I feel the church has really missed out on being the change agent that we're called to be. And so uh, I believe that this book is going to encourage women around the world to rise up and be influencers, whether it's in the church, whether it's in business, whether it's in government, wherever they're called to be. uh, I'm, I'm hoping that more and more women will rise up and be fearless. Is it a bit of a curious thing that a man is writing a book about the Bible's women? Well, I don't see it as being curious because I believe Jesus Christ was the biggest champion for women that that ever walked the earth. And whenever there's been revival, whenever there's been a move of the Holy Spirit, women have always been raised up to speak for God and to act for God. And God has always raised up men to be champions of women's rights. And so I just feel I'm a part of that whole uh, plan of God. And I, I think that's Jesus was a great example of that for all of us. As I said in the intro, we'll be exploring the lives of 12 of these women over the next few weeks. Can you give us an idea of the range of women we'll cover, what we can learn uh, from their lives, both what women can learn and men as well? Sure. Well, I guess if you ask me who are my top three favorite women uh, in the Bible that I wrote about, uh, I guess I'd have to say that one of those is Deborah, um, because my wife's name is Deborah, and uh, Deborah was uh, a great leader, and she was she was a senior leader in Israel, uh, and she led Israel into forty years of peace. And then I would say uh, another New Testament woman that I really really admire is Priscilla, who was part of Paul's uh, apostolic team. And then I would also add in there uh, Sarah, who is really considered the mother of our faith. So those would be my three top favorites. We'll also be looking at the most obscure ones. Give us a sample of who we could look at there. Women who we might not have heard about before so much. Sure. Well, one of those is a woman named Aksa, who was the daughter of Caleb. Uh, We'll talk about her. Uh, Another is Jehoshaphat who was uh, a very brave woman who protected uh, the the young infant king when he was threatened uh, with genocide. 
and then I guess another uh, obscure woman, or I'd put them in a group, and that is the four daughters of Philip in the New Testament who were all prophets. I, I, I've, I looked at their lives uh, and what the Bible has to say about women prophets in my book. And probably leading on from that to an extent is the issue of leadership. There are numbers of women in your book who exercise particular leadership. Again, give us a sample of those because we'll be looking at those. Sure. Well, one of those, of course, would be Esther. Everybody knows about her. God sort of thrusts her into uh, leadership with uh, probably against her uh, her will. She had to assume leadership. Uh, another one of those would be Miriam, who was the sister of Moses, who was really uh, served as a leader of Israel during that time. And then uh, I guess from there I would have to say that uh, Mary Magdalene, who was a follower of Jesus, uh, who became the first woman to preach the good news of his resurrection. And finally, we'll be looking at women of special courage. Who would be your top three choices there? Well, I'd probably say that uh, one of those would be Ruth the Moabite, who uh, everybody knows she has a book in the Bible named after her. I believe she was a very courageous woman. Uh, another one of those I would I would say would be the Samaritan woman in John chapter four, and then uh, I guess I would have to say that Mary, the mother of Jesus, would I'd have to throw her into that category as well as probably one of the bravest. Yes, they are, as in the title of your book, fearless. All of them. What is it about them that you've honed in on that character trait of all of their? character traits, that fearlessness. Throughout the book, I talk about the fact that um, God didn't just design men to be brave. He designed women to be brave as well. And I believe that we have really shortchanged women uh, in the church because oftentimes we just tell them that their lives are limited to just be domestic or to be, uh, you know, uh, sort of in the background We're expecting women to blend into the background. When I don't see that in Scripture, I see that God calls women as well as men to be brave. And so uh, I look at these different women in the Bible, and they're just just some of the women. We We didn't get to talk about all of them, but I believe that God is calling women today to be fearless, and that when they are filled with the Holy Spirit, when they get to know God in an intimate way, He's going to use them to do radical things, and they're going to need boldness and courage to do that. And one of your overarching aims is to equip women with that courage. How might that process happen? How might women be more equipped to have that courage that is so on show through the biblical narrative? Well, I believe that the number one most important ingredient in that is that women come into a very close and intimate and personal relationship with God. Um, that's something that he makes available to all of us. But uh, not everybody presses in, not everybody chooses to uh, to come, become intimate with him. Uh, but I see that women in Scripture, the women who come to know Christ in a very intimate way, for example, Mary of Bethany, one of Jesus' closest women followers, uh, we always see her sitting at Jesus' feet, and she was learning from him. And I believe that when women come to know Christ in that way, as a disciple, they are going to be filled with boldness and courage. 
uh, and they're going to be used by God to do amazing things. I think this will be a really important series of conversations. I enormously look forward to it. Lee Grady, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Sure. It's really great to be with you. Lee's the author of Fearless Daughters of the Bible, and next week we'll look at those top three women in his book with author Lee Grady. We hope you enjoyed this open house podcast. Thanks to Christian Super and Real World Technology Solutions. To hear more from Open House, visit openhousecommunity.com.au.